ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. Yes, indeed. This is the WCHL podcast. I am the Commissioner Christopher Perry. And for the third week in a row, it's my very best friend in the entire world, Andrew Major Kurth. Say hello to the people, Andrew. Yo, yo, yo. Andrew, what? how are we so blessed that we get you for three weeks in a row? This is just wow. like old times. Well, you know, I'm starting to get funny looks by people when I walk out in public and all that. They're <laughs> yeah. like, oh my God, look at this guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm black and purple all over. So, you know, I just, I just keep pinching myself to see if I'm alive or if this is a dream. <laughs> you know, you, there were so many places I could have gone with that, but I like you so much. I'm not going to go with that. So, uh, very good. Hey, Andrew, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for being on this, being here for the third week in a row. This is great. This is like old times. I missed you, old man. Old times. We're rolling here. We're rolling, rolling now. Hey, let's let's get right to it. Ranking number sixteen came out. We've only got one more to go. The one that matters. That's coming out next week, and uh, had a little bit of a shakeup earlier yes, today. There is. Seven WCHL teams were in the top twenty-five that was released earlier today. We seem to have. I mean, Andrew, when you think about it, we have seven out of twenty-five spots. I'm not a mathematician, but that's pretty darn close to one third of the entire top twenty-five. That's not that's not too shabby, is it? For a little podunk uh, uh, conference out west, you know, I think I'll take it. I think I'll you take got, it. Wait, you got several in the top five there. You got several in the top fifteen. I mean, how about that? We've got uh, yeah, we've got Nevada, Las Vegas comes in at number two. They moved up a spot to the number two spot. Central Oklahoma is in there at number five. They're pretty solid at number five. Arizona moves up a spot to number 14. Utah holds solid at number 17. ASU holds solid at 19. Grand Canyon moves up a spot to 21. And Missouri State, the big jumper in the uh, rankings, they move from 27 to 23. So seven conference teams in the top 25, two in the top five. And then, yeah, we've pretty much got the, uh, what, five in the uh, last, in the, in the, in the 20 or 14 to 20 range. Yeah. And you know Arizona, they took care of business. They uh, they've moved up. I would say they're probably pretty safe at, at fourteen. They're going into the weekend with the Nationals and all that coming up. So yeah, yeah. Well, we'll we'll talk about we'll, we'll talk about that here in a bit. So uh, yeah. outside the regular computer, outside of the top twenty-five, uh, we've got Colorado State at number twenty-seven, Colorado at number thirty-seven, Oklahoma at number thirty-eight. There are 70 teams in all of ACHA men's D1, so we have all 10 teams in the top 40. That's not too shabby, especially for a gigantic conference like what we have, 10 teams. Most most conferences have, well, heck, I have it right here. Let's see here. The Central States League has a whopping three. <laughs> Niagara, what is that? That's the ESCHL, the Eastern States. They have eight. The whack. They have seven. Uh, there are six independents. The B Conference has six. The Great Lakes League has nine. 
Um, uh, the, the Pittsburgh league has seven, the, uh, Philly league has eight and the terrible New York league has six. So we're the largest <laughs> conference and, you know, out of all the conference rankings, the computer poll average where our average ranking is number 20, 20.1, 20. uh, the next closest in terms of the gigantic conference is the East coast league with nine teams. Uh, did I say that right? Uh, no, no, no. East Coast League has eight. They have they, their average ranking is twenty eight. So we've got some distance. Yeah, so you're you're pretty set there to be in the top conference in the, yeah, in the league here. Yeah, and we've got you know we've got those cheaters from the Central States League. They're they're up there. They their average ranking is eighteen, but they only have three teams, right? Yeah, so they don't really. You got to have a minimum of six teams to. I th- to yeah, count. and and that conference is going away after this year. So I don't think we need to count conferences that will not exist in a month or two. I so, don't blame you. There we go. So, yeah, the WCHL is uh, right up there at the top, so not too shabby. The Your top five, uh, they've stayed the same. Minot State, Nevada, Las Vegas is two. Ohio is three. Adrian is four. Those are going to be your top four teams. Minot is uh, on the road this weekend. They're playing at Liberty. And uh, UNLV is, uh, they're playing at home. Ohio, who knows? They're probably playing at home. Adrian is in their conference tournament. So all of them are going to be playing some pretty good teams. One through four will one will stay the same. Two, three, four they'll they'll they'll, they'll jumble around, but it's going to be yeah, okay. some combination. Good stuff. Yeah, and then uh, let's see here: Central Oklahoma's five, Liberty six, Indiana Tech seven, Jamestown eight, nine is our friends from Maryville. Niagara rolls out there at number ten. So there's your top ten. Andrew, did any anything surprise you in the rankings today that you saw? Not really, not really. They uh, opened it up, and I was that was kind of what I expected to see, right? I was surprised. I was glad. It was a pleasant surprise to see Missouri State made it into the top twenty-five. And they, um, yeah, they're so creeping, they're creeping back in there, aren't they? They are. They are. Let's hope they can uh, finish the season. Um, you know, in the top twenty-five, that'll be a positive. After uh, you know, you got to take the take the positives where you can. Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they want to be in the Nationals picture, but they're not. So uh, take take the positives where you can get it. But all righty, Andrew, do you want to? Let me ask you this question: Do you want to talk Nationals or do you want to talk the past week's games? Which one do you want to go to next? Well, let's talk last week's games, and then that'll set us up to go into uh, Nationals. Let's do it. Last week, uh, our in terms of the conference games, we had uh, well, we had a we had some consequential conference games. Uh, UNLV got got us kicking off at Grand Canyon. This was a on a Thursday night. It was a continuation of the game that was suspended in December. Uh, that game was suspended because of fog on the ice and flooding Zamboni room and, you know, dogs and cats and yeah, pestilence any, and just a plague. Anything, yeah, anything that could happen. happen. Yeah, locusts. Right? You know, they, they, were just, uh, they were just set upon there back in December, but they got all the issues cleared up. UNLV comes into uh, town early. Uh, they were going to play Arizona State on Friday, Saturday. They picked up this game on uh, against Green Canyon on Thursday. UNLV was already up one to nothing uh, with uh, seven minutes into the uh, first period, and UNLV just went right back to work. It was yeah, a were- six to one UNLV win over Green Canyon. Yeah, nothing, nothing surprising in this one, right? Just UNLV came in, 
took care of business and and moved on right green canyon had an opportunity when the when the play was called back in december uh green canyon was uh gonna go on the power play so green canyon it was kind of a weird thing to see how this game started andrew because it wasn't a drop at center ice yeah they they started with uh with the puck in the unlv defensive zone (laughs) that's weird right and then it was what'd you say 12 19 or whatever to go yep uh yeah, so odd time of the clock, starting out one nothing, not at center ice. Yeah, I mean there's yeah GCU five on four. Yeah, well, I mean a lot of a lot of odd things to see in a regular start of a hockey game, right? Yeah, and I thought if GCU could score on that power play, that could have uh, set the tone, but uh, it went the other way, and UNLV ended up setting the tone uh, to in in their favor, and uh, yeah, just came out and took care of business. Six to one is the final UNLV begins their 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 final trip into uh into the valley this weekend with the w over green canyon and then uh unlv well let's let's just go right to it unlv then after uh playing grand canyon on thursday they went and played asu on uh friday saturday and here's where i think the big shocker of the weekend was andrew let's just get right to it yeah i mean we could probably just jump right in can't we yeah arizona state comes out you know they've 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 had a i think it's fair to say they've had kind of a fair to middling year they've they're good they're number 19 yeah but i think they would even admit they want to have a better season than where they're at number 19 is that you think that's fair i would say that's fair yeah because i mean going into the season you know they were in the top five top three if i remember right off um early on and then you know, they just kind of ran into a little stretch there where they couldn't catch a break and kind of dropped like a rock there for a while, right? Yep, yep. Well, hey, they they found their mojo on Friday night, jumped out to a three to nothing lead over UNLV. How about that? Yeah, and you, I'm like, well, wait a second here. This is a race for the conference between UNLV and UCO. And Arizona's going to get in here and get involved. Arizona State is going to get involved here now. You know. Arizona State gave up. You know they had a three to nothing lead. Um, UNLV scores, I think, late in the second to make it three to one after two. Yep. They scored like ten seconds into the third period. All of a sudden, it's like three to two, and you're like, "Oh, you can see this coming." Yeah, buckle up. Here we go. And they tied the game. And to their credit, ASU's credit, ASU came back, took the lead again. They did. Vegas tied it up late. They had uh, they, with an odd man. No, uh, they pulled the net and they uh, they scored. I mean, it was it was Andrew the the play. It was right out of every you know. I, I guess not. I'm not going to say tactical because I'm not a hockey guy. <laughs> but you know, it's one of those deals where a guy fails to clear the zone, and you just know it's going to come back to bite you. Yep. Uh, an Arizona State guy had the puck. I forget who it was, but he had the puck at the between the circles, and he had the chance to just get it out of the zone, and he muffed it. Didn't put enough juice on it, and he got it towards the blue line. A UNLV guy held it in, threw it towards the net, and you know there was just a pig pile there in front of the net. Next thing you know, the puck is in the net, and UNLV's tied the game four to four. Yeah, Luke Luke Burke for UNLV. 21 seconds to go ties the game insane insane so they're going to overtime and you're thinking okay i know how this is going to go right you you, unlv has mounted their comeback they're going to just salt it away here in overtime 
And, uh, you know, it's they've still given away a point. Remember in the WCHL, we get three points for a regulation win, two points for an overtime win or, yep. or a shootout win, one point for an overtime win or a shootout, uh, for an overtime loss or a shootout loss, and then zero for a regulation loss. So they've already dropped a point. And I'm thinking, oh, you know, here it comes. They're, you know, they've got the momentum. And UNLV has a ton of talent. And now we've got three-on-three three open ice. And I don't know if they were just pressing too hard, but uh, the puck goes up against the boards in the UNLV defensive zone. All three UNLV guys go to, you know, collect the, the, the puck off the boards. It squirts out to the one lone asu guy who's right there in the house and he just i think it's connor tillman just connor l- tillman lets it rip and the game is over five to four arizona state wins on a friday night beats uh, unlv and potentially potentially um impacts the western collegiate hockey league uh, uh standings or, you know the regular season championship with that one overtime goal it definitely, uh, it definitely turns the pressure up, doesn't it? Sure does. Whoa. Insane. And then, of course, UNLV comes back and did what we thought they were going to do, and just stomped ASU just the next night. Yeah, yeah, five to nothing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Not even a, not even a contest. So UNLV goes uh, two zero um, and one on the weekend, beating Grand Canyon. Uh, beating ASU, and in the middle, they had an overtime loss to ASU. And, uh, yeah, ASU, uh, wow, that, that, that one goal could have just a huge impact on the uh, conference standings race because not only oh. did UNLV drop a point, they dropped two, and they've been pacing. That, that game that they made up with Grand Canyon, when they won that game, that tied them in terms of games and points with UCO. And then the – and then the next night they go in and give up two points just with, like that. Yeah, with four games left, both teams are both teams are tied exactly with uh, with with uh, the number of uh, points and the number of uh, conference wins. And uh, so, anyways, crazy, crazy. Yeah, I mean it was, and it was, it was close. I mean, you're going down to the goal differential to to determine. Who is going to win this thing, right? That's yeah. right, because our tiebreaker goes, uh, what does it go? Conference wins. They were tied in terms of conference wins. Then it looks at head-to-head play, and they didn't play head-to-head in conference. So then after that, yeah, it goes to goal differential. Yeah, and and it was close there for a while. Last week, I think it was, a, what, a five-goal differential? It maybe? was five goals separated uh, the yeah. UNLV and UCO, assuming that they still were – we're tied in, in trust me, I'm I'm tracking the goal differential now too. So oh, yeah. even though we have yeah. a week to go, um yeah. we're you know, I'm not gonna count uh not gonna, yeah, we still got a week we gotta let this week play out because holy smokes, these past few weeks have been surprising. It's been crazy. It's been crazy. What do they say? Don't count your eggs before the chicken hatches or whatever. So. Yeah, well hey, let's let's talk about goal differential because UCO put up the goal differential um Ooh. on Colorado. Visiting Colorado comes to Arctic Edge. And just gets smacked around like a—I don't know what you want to say. I mean, yeah, it was it was rough, right? Ten to nothing on Friday, eleven to nothing on Saturday. If we, if there yeah. is any question about goal differential now, um, not anymore. Not anymore. Somebody twenty-one to nothing. Holy yeah. smokes! Yeah, they they knew what they had to do, and they took care of business. I mean. Yeah. In fact, while we're while while you're talking, I mean, I don't yeah. tell me who had who had uh, who had the big. I mean, everybody had big points, but tell me who had the big yeah. points. 
90, 91, Zach Guerrero had a hat trick. The, uh, let me make sure. Yeah. One, two, three. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a big one there. Have to take your and, shoes off to get that one. Well, yeah. I was the, looking over at that computer screen. I was like, hang on. What's that say? You know, the, uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, you look at it even beyond that, you know, first seven minutes of the game, they scored three goals, two of them being on the power play. I mean, yeah, the, the thing was over before it even got started, you know? Got to wonder how that's going to impact uh, UCO going forward because they're going to play in a rivalry game this weekend. And, you know, those games are fun because everybody gets points, but they also, you know, you develop bad habits because everybody's chasing those points as opposed to play, knowing your role and doing what you're supposed to do. Yep, yep. So, yeah, that, whew. ten, five goals. But what's even more mind-boggling to me is Saturday night they came out and not only did they have a hot start on Friday, they come out on Saturday and they put up four goals in the first and then five goals in the second. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, holy smokes, you know. like Uncle, uncle. Oh, man. Jeez. I mean, I mean yeah, it's just like, holy smokes. And, I mean, they were hot on the power play. I mean, the whole nine yards, everything was clicking this weekend for them. Colorado's poor goaltender, um, I think it was Ethan James. Um, maybe yeah. I've got that wrong. Uh, but uh, their number one goaltender didn't make the trip, Liam O'Gwen. And so Ethan James was called into action, and he actually got uh, uh, replaced there. I don't know if in both games. I know in the in one of them by uh, their backup, Nick Navarodsky. Yeah, he got. they both played both games. Yeah, so, I mean, it was just uh, – just an ugly, ugly, ugly night. Hey, props to Colorado for coming down and taking the uh, taking the beating. Yeah, but uh, in in you know, watch they'll turn around. They play in a rivalry weekend uh, series this week too, and so you know they'll be better for it because I'm sure they'll want to get that bad taste out of their mouth that 21 nothing shellacking. But oof. yeah, well, in those rivalry games, they'll be totally different teams playing in those, right? Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, crazy. Wow! All right, a uh, Colorado State traveled uh, out of uh, out of the Rocky Mountain State. They went to Springfield, Missouri, to take on the Missouri State Ice Bears. And you know, this was kind of a similar uh, similar story to that first UNLV at ASU game. Colorado State jumps out to a huge, not a huge lead, but they take a big lead. Yep. Missouri State catches up. They score late to uh, to tie the game with uh, under a minute to go. Yeah, 31 seconds. And then, danged if they don't just pot the game winner in overtime and send the people at Jordan Valley Ice Park home delirious. Yeah, they. I mean, they tied it late, and then they scored the OT winner late also. I mean. I'm telling you, Colorado State dominated that game. Colorado State was in control for 98% of that Friday night game in, in, in Missouri State. Yeah, just that... One little bit. You get off the gas. and the, That's right. Two little errors, one late in the third and one, as you said, late in overtime. And, um, I mean, it was a, just an absolute rocket uh, right from between the circles that was the game winner. Who? Tell me who scored the game winner there. Uh, 25, Tommy Raymer. Tommy Raymer. Yeah. It, it was in the unlikeliest of guys, too. He's not a big goal scorer. And, uh I mean, just just crazy, crazy that, uh, I mean, they stole that game, um, Missouri State did, and that's to their credit. And like yep. I said, their fans, uh, 
their fans were willing them to victory because you know <laughs> for for the first 55 minutes of that game it was a Colorado State affair and they were playing their possession game and they yeah, were taking like, care of business like they like they know how to do right yeah yeah i mean you can't sleep on CSU um Missouri State did for a little bit but then they woke up and Missouri State did not sleep on them on Saturday just brought out the big old paddle and laid it to yeah. CSU by yeah, a score 6 to 2 yeah, I mean, they – and Missouri State, you know, I'll give them credit. They put up a lot of shots this weekend. Yeah, they did. But yeah, I mean, 48 on Saturday, 52 on Friday night. So, I mean, yeah, they, they showed up on Saturday and took care of business. So. You just you just got to believe CSU was down. I mean, they were probably just so down on themselves for, uh, you know, letting that Friday night game slip away that yeah, he, he, their he mind was right. elsewhere for Saturday. Yeah, yeah, you had them. Yeah. Right. Instead of and focusing on off. yeah, instead of focusing on Saturday, they were still thinking about Friday and ugh. yeah. So there you but, go. That was uh, those are the conference games. Oklahoma traveled to Alabama to sexy Pelham, Alabama. I, Andrew, have you you've been to Pelham, haven't you? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, where your yeah. credit card got stolen. <laughs> Yes, it did. <laughs> Oklahoma stole two games uh, by shutout scores, one to nothing. And it's kind of wild because they were yeah. kind of mirror images of themselves. Oklahoma scores early on Friday night and holds on for dear life. And then they that? scored with uh, like less than 30 seconds to go in the game or around 30 seconds to go in the game on Saturday night or Saturday afternoon, to uh, take, steal two one to nothing victories away from the uh, frozen tide. How about, how about that? They have three games in a row where they've won one to nothing. Isn't that crazy? I'm, I'm sensing a trend. I'm sensing it's a trend nuts, here, right? Andrew. It's nuts, right? But yeah, how about yeah. Brendan, Brendan Culbertson-Bond with uh, back-to-back shutouts going back to last weekend, and then Friday night's game, you know, back-to-back shutouts, and... And tough shutouts too, right? Because they, like you said, they scored early on Friday night, and then he has to sit there and stand on his head to earn the shutout for the rest of the game. You know. Yep. So yeah, kudos to kudos to him. Yeah, and then uh, Gage Redman was the goaltender of uh, record on Friday on Saturday afternoon, yeah. and he yes. played just as well. It was in that was it was a crazy game to watch. Both teams had plenty of chances, and both goaltenders played very very well. And Oklahoma thought they had scored about five minutes before they actually did. So with about five minutes to go in the game, they thought they had scored. The referee waved it off. And um, but uh, I forget who was the goal scorer on. Um, it was William Baird. There you go. He scores late, and there was a that was a no doubter. And it was what thirty seconds left, twenty nine seconds left to go yeah, in the game. Thir- yeah, thirty eight seconds to go in the game. There you go. And I mean the game was over. Yeah. O- Oklahoma just, you know, the face-off, I remember the face-off was kind of one, and then whoever it was, Coach Arvanita said, you know, grab that puck and pin it up against the board, and they yeah, did exactly that. Yeah, hold on to it and, and yeah, let's get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we'll let that clock run. Insane. Good for Oklahoma. Yeah. That's three yeah, in a row. Great. They're on a win streak. Great for those guys, and, and great for those goaltenders. They're both great kids, so good to see that they're – Finally getting some shutouts to their record. One to nothing. Those are, I mean, we're talking about five to four overtime wins or a four to three overtime win or an 11 to nothing shellacking. But, you know, a one to nothing game is just as exciting, just as nerve wracking. Oh, Oh, even more, right? Oh, oh, what a deal. 
What a deal. So, hey, that's uh, that was the week that was for WCHL teams. UNLV um, goes on the road, takes care of Grand Canyon, and splits with ASU. Oklahoma steals two from Alabama by a score of one to nothing, shuts them out. Colorado State gets waxed at Missouri State twice, once in heartbreaking overtime fashion and once just in regular uh, regulation. And then UCO broke out the whooping stick on uh, Colorado. It was points Whoa. night. 10 to nothing, 11 to nothing. <laughs> and as we alluded to earlier, that impacted the uh, WCHL standings because Central Oklahoma now has 18 games played. They're now in first place with 51 points. UNLV has the same amount of games played, 18, but they've dropped two points now. And so now they're in second place with 49 points. So UCO is in the driver's seat as we end in, uh, go into the last weekend of the, of the regular season. Utah and Arizona State are tied for third with 29 points. Utah is done. They've played all 20 of their games. ASU has two more games this weekend. Arizona is in fifth place with 27 points. Missouri State is in sixth place with 25 points. Uh, Missouri State is now done for the season as well. They've played all 20 of their games. Grand Canyon and Colorado State are tied for seventh with 20 points each. Colorado has uh, 17 points for a ninth spot. And Oklahoma in 10th place has nine standing points. And and now you have best friends that have emerged out of the pile. Tell me, U, UNLV and Oklahoma are have got to be best friends this week, right? <laughs> don't you don't you think that they're sending all their super dark secrets? Oh man, don't you know UNLV is pulling for OU? Yeah, to to it, do something right to to mess this up for UCO, right? Somehow, some way, UNLV are now the biggest Sooners fans on the uh, on the planet. There is no doubt. So that should be kind of interesting. Yeah, Utah unfortunately is gonna they're in, they're tied for third, but they're going to get lapped because ASU and U of A play each other this weekend. Yeah, and one of those two teams is going to win some points. There are six points to be had. Yeah, there. Yeah, and so so even if you split the points between the two teams, both teams there. will leapfrog Utah at twenty nine points. Yeah, but that's not a bad season for Utah. I mean, they they stuck in there, right? Yep, yep. And then uh, yeah, Missouri State could uh, could get leapfrogged depending on what happens with uh, Colorado and Colorado State. So uh, so yeah, we'll see. There we go. So uh, all right, Andrew, well, let let's do this. Let's do this. Let me find. I've got to get over here to my super secret buttons. Um, and then uh, we want to take a quick little break, and then we'll come back and talk nationals. Sounds like a deal to me. And then we'll get your, uh, we'll get your predictions for the upcoming games, and uh, maybe we'll even pull out an old game show uh, staple that we used to play here and <laughs> get it on. Oh, boy. Here we go. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is... Um like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. Uh, and for a trip also, you know, oh. like that. And mm-hmm. for hook, like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, for spear, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know. Mm-hmm. And then you get free. Thank you. 
Let's do that hockey. All righty, Andrew. Let's do that hockey. Nationals, baby. Let's talk nationals with uh, the with the, with the blah, blah, blah. I can't even talk now. <laughs> Hearing that Monty Python organ made me go, ooh. <laughs> All right, nationals. With today's rankings, um, we're going to have three bumps. Stony Brook, Arizona State, and Michigan Dearborn would get bumped out of the uh, top 20 in favor of Oswego State, Navy, and Indiana, Pennsylvania. And so if we were to play Nationals today, the it would be 13-20, would be Illinois State playing Oswego State. Arizona would take on Navy. Arizona at 14, would they take on number 19, Navy. Calvin College would take on, or it's Calvin University now, would take on Indiana, Pennsylvania. That's a 15-18 uh, series. And then Lawrence Tech would take on uh, Utah in the 16-17 matchup. Now, I think that's the most intriguing matchup of the day right there. I'm telling you what, that's kind of wild. You know, we've got the B Conference versus uh, in Illinois State against the terrible... Uh, Northeast Conference or the New York Conference. We've got Arizona against the terrible uh, Philly Conference. We got Calvin against the uh, semi-respectable uh, Pittsburgh Conference, and then we got Lawrence Tech out of the Great Lake, out of the Lawrence Tech out of the whack. The third team and the whack uh, taking on Utah. That should be pretty good. Utah newcomers right. uh, would be newcomers to nationals. The winners of those games would then get the pleasure of getting their ears boxed on Friday by number one, Minot, number two, UNLV, number three, Ohio, Adrian, number four. So uh, the Utah Lawrence Tech winner, congratulations, you get Minot. Calvin IUP, congratulations, you get UNLV. U of A Navy, congratulations, you get Ohio. Illinois State, Oswego State, you get Adrian. I like I like the I like the Ohio Arizona matchup. Do you? I do. All right. All right. I do. That's uh oh you know Ohio is I, I think we're gonna find out um that uh, in those top three that we have there, I think there's uh out of the top four I mean, I think there's Minot, Adrian, Ohio, and then there's a, a steep drop off. Think so. Uh, from yeah, from everybody else. So we'll but we'll see. We'll see. You know, and not, not not trying to give short shrift to UNLV, not trying to give short shrift to Central or, or Liberty. I'm just saying that I, you know, those those teams are big and fast, and they don't make a lot of mistakes, and they don't give up a lot of power plays, and they're uh, they're they're good. So on Saturday, five uh, twelve would see Central Oklahoma play Grand Valley State. Grand Valley would be a newcomer to the Nationals field. Yep. Uh, Liberty at number six would take on Pitt. Number eleven, that's a tasty matchup right there. That is, I like that one. Number seven, Indiana Tech would take on number 10, Niagara. Niagara, Andrew, just laid the wood to Stony Brook over the weekend. Did they? Good. Well, they went in and took care of Stony Brook like 9-1 to one and 5-1, to one, something like that. Good. Niagara's a good little team at number 10. And then number eight, nine matchup, the last matchup on Saturday would be Jamestown out of the B Conference against Maryville, formerly out of the B Conference. I like, I like that little matchup there. Yeah, yeah. So we'll see. I, you know, and then obviously winners play each other on Sunday, and uh, yeah. So there you go. There you go. the The wild thing we got to remember is that there are conference playoffs this weekend. I think there are 
four, four or five conference. You know what? Here, let me look this up because I'm the I'm the dingling that put it out on on the for everyone to read. Let me see if there. I can't find it. I, but I know for sure. Here we here we go. Let's see. And that's gonna that's gonna throw these national predictions way off after well, it, after it, this weekend. It could. It could. Let's see here. We have one. We have eight conferences that award that award an auto bid. One, two, three of them awarded to the regular season champion. Navy has already won the auto bid for the terrible Philadelphia conference. Yeah. So then you have the Eastern States League, which is the Stony Brook, Pitt, Niagara League. Um, and they award their their uh, regular their regular season champion the auto bid. And then the other one is our Western Collegiate League. Regular season champ, we don't have a playoff. So everybody else has a playoff. Those playoffs are this weekend. Um, now, you know what? Huh. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think here. Well, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Oh, I, I take it back. So, yes, so there are one, two, three, four, five, five playoffs that are happening this weekend. Five playoffs going on. The Pittsburgh League, it's not going to matter. Um, IUP is out of the uh, out of the top 20. So whoever wins the Pittsburgh League, that'll be a bump. Whoever wins the um, the NECHL, that's that terrible New York League, um, <laughs> that that'll be a bump. And then um, and then yeah, uh, after that, that the other three are the ones we got to worry about because. <laughs> The what is it? The whack with uh, Michigan Dearborn. I would be I'd be worried about them. There you go. The whack has the the Wolverine Hoosier Athletic Conference has Indiana Tech. They have Lawrence Tech. They have Calvin. Uh, do they have Calvin? No, they have uh, they have uh, Lawrence Tech in Michigan Dearborn. But Michigan Dearborn is now number eighteen. So if they win, they're not bumping anybody. Right. So, but they 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 could it could potentially. Uh, bump somebody, but let's let's hope not. So we got to hope that uh, that Lawrence uh, that that either Lawrence Tech or Indiana Tech wins the whack. We have uh, the Great Lakes League, which is Adrian, Grand Valley State, and Calvin. We got to hope one of those three teams wins that playoff championship, or else that'll throw everything out of whack. And then, uh, yeah, my B conference, the MCH playoffs that are happening this weekend up in Fremont, Nebraska, at Midland University. We got to hope that either uh, Jamestown or Illinois State wins because they're eight and thirteen. If somebody else wins, I think the next closest team is like somewhere in the thirties. <laughs> yeah, so that could be that could be kind of ugly. Can you can you turn down a bid to nationals? <laughs> <laughs> you can you can turn yes you can turn down a bid, but you cannot uh, you cannot not offer a bid to nationals. I, that's what you're getting at, right? Oh, man. Can we decline to offer one? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've that's the rules that we have, so we got to play yeah. by them. So right now we have three bumps. Like I said, Arizona State, Stony Brook, and Michigan Dearborn get bumped. But you know, if uh, uh, you know things, things might change. We got to just hope that those three conferences go to chalk. Yeah. See. Keep. Stay on course here and, yeah, try yeah. to limit the number of bumps, right? Yeah, but you're, you're right. Michigan-Dearborn could be the spoiler here. They could that, spoil everything because they're playing very, very well right now. 
Yeah, they're, and they're well. They're a tough little team, right? They always have been. Yep, jumped up from twenty-three to five, uh, eighteen. They jumped up five spots in this uh, this week's ranking. So they're 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 playing very very well. Yep. Hey, I mentioned it. I'm getting to sexy Fremont, Nebraska. Andrew, have you ever been Ooh. to Fremont, Nebraska? I have not been to Fremont, Nebraska. Have, have you been to Nebraska at all? Mm, I don't think so. Well, I've been through it when we've gone to why not, my not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Been through it, but that's about it. Yep. Yeah, I get to go to uh, Fremont, the B Conference. The MCH Midwest College Hockey is having its conference playoff at uh, the Sidner or Sidner Ice Arena, hosted by Midland University. Those games will get going Friday. Um Andrew, let's play a little, uh, th- those games, it's going to be, we have six teams in the B conference, uh, teams one and two get a bye. So three will play six, four will play five on Friday. The winners will play the, uh, one and two on Saturday. And then we have a championship game Sunday afternoon. Oh, uh-huh. so McKendry and Northern Illinois, that's three, six. Well, they'll go at four thirty. Then we have Waldorf and Midland. That's the four five Midlands, uh, the host. They're four. Uh, they'll take on Waldorf uh, an odd Friday night. The highest ranked, um, or I'm sorry, the lowest ranked winner will take on uh, Jamestown on Saturday afternoon. The lowest ranked winner on Friday will take on uh, Illinois State. And then presumably Illinois State and Jamestown will win or will we'll play one another on Sunday. Yep. See what happens. Yeah. So, Andrew, let's play a little fact or fiction. Um, let's do it. Factor Fiction will break out this golden oldie that we used to play with you all the time. You know how this works. So I will I will give a statement, and you tell me whether it's fact or fiction. I like it. And then I want you to justify your answer. Andrew, in the MCH Playoff Conference, uh, or the MCH Playoff, uh, or Conference Playoffs, I should say. Here, I, I can't even talk. Fact or fiction, Jamestown will win the conference, will win the playoff. Fact. Why do you say that? Tough little team. I don't know. I we'll see if Illinois State gets in there because I like Illinois State too. So Yeah, I think that's gonna be I think it's gonna be a fact. Jamestown has only lost one game all season long, and that was two Midland at Midland. They've taken care of four te- four games against Illinois State, so uh, I'm thinking Jamestown's gonna win. Yeah, that that's what I would safe bet there. Here we go. Fact or fiction, Andrew, in the Great Lakes League with Adrian with um uh, Grand Valley State with Calvin and with uh, some others, uh, Purdue Northwest, let's say. Uh, in the Great Lakes Collegiate Hockey League's playoffs, the playoff winner will be Adrian. Fact or fiction? Oh, fact. Why do you say? Fact. I mean, I, I think they would should go ahead and give Adrian the trophy and then let the other teams just kind of fight it out for second place. <laughs> Adrian, remember, lost last season. They did in they did. the in their conference yeah. oh. playoff to Grand Valley State, I believe it was. Maybe it was Over, it oh, overtime. Overtime, yeah, it might have been. I forget. Yeah, I, I just know they lost. Yeah, overtime kind of runs in my mind. They got bumped early. That's what it was. They got they lost in the first round. That's what it was. And so, uh, anyways, okay, yeah. so yeah, bye, Felicia. <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying Adrian wins? Everyone else is playing for second. Yeah, I think so. In the whack, the whack, Andrew. You say that so much better than I do. Uh, you must have a lot of experience with that. Um, uh-huh. Indiana Tech, fact or fiction, Andrew? Indiana Tech will not win the conference playoff. Oh, I think that's a fact. 
Woo! What do you think's going on there? I think there's some heavy hitters coming up there. You know. Yeah. Indiana yeah. Tech, Lawrence Tech, Michigan Dearborn. Yeah. That's that's a stacked field, in my opinion. Hmm. That's a stacked field. I wouldn't. I mean, that's a that's a shootout at the old Midwest, right? <laughs> yeah, it could be. The uh, I like it. All right, so we've got three facts. Andrew, here's another one. Fact or fiction? Four teams from the Western Collegiate Hockey League will make the field for nationals. Will make the field of twenty for nationals when all is said and done. Fact or fiction? Oh, I think that's a fact. Whoa! So you're saying that? Well, let's see here, because we got number two right now. We got number five. Uh huh. We have number fourteen and number seventeen, Utah. Uh huh. I'd say I'd be pretty confident in saying you get four of those guys in there. All right. Even though you just said that Indiana Tech will not win that whack playoff. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. All right. Just just checking. Just making sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see what happens here because you know Arizona can could do some stuff. So we'll see. Yeah, very good. All right, well, very good. I like that. I like that. All right, fact or fiction. Andrew, do you have any other fact or fictions, or are we good? Fact or fiction? Yeah. I heart I, cereal ice cream is hot garbage. <laughs> yeah, that's 100% fiction. And for the record. 100% fact. <laughs> and for the record, you told me before we got going here, you said, Chris, no hot garbage takes on ice cream. And I, I did not write that down. I mean, I, I didn't. You can see on my little out, outline that we provided, I did not write that down at all. So, uh, <laughs> no, so that that is 100% fiction. You're dead oh. wrong there. Oh, no chance, no chance. All right. Andrew, let's get into it. We've got some games this weekend. Alabama is coming up to Spring Vegas to take on Missouri State. This is the season finale for the Ice Bears at this Jordan Valley Ice Park, what do you think is going to happen? Alabama at a Missouri State. Uh, Alabama, not very good, so this is all Missouri State here. Mo State sweep. I agree. I think they're going to send out their seniors in grand fashion. Grand fashion. Yeah. And they have the uh, president of the school dropping the puck on Friday. You know, night. they do a pretty good job with getting some uh, local celebrities to come on out. Yeah, they had they a do. baseball I- coach, a basketball coach. You know, have yeah, you been, have you been invited to drop the puck, Andrew? Well, I know you have. I have never been. Well, no, no, no. I have not been. But I'm asking you. Have you? Since well, you you're get, a regional you like, regional podcast like superstar, suites. You get like a private suite when you go up there. Yeah, so I, get, I, mean, I get a private suite right next to. Uh, yeah, right, right yeah. next to a whole bunch yeah. of other people in the private rolling, suite. Yeah, talk about rolling out the red carpet. I mean, holy smokes. <laughs> Yeah, you're so full of it. Yeah, I was just thinking, as a regional podcast superstar, you know, you've you've never been invited up there to drop a puck. I know, I know. You well, could maybe you could maybe drive the zamboni. Days. Maybe one of these days they could bring you out. You could do a wheelie on the zamboni and they could, just two wheel it as you're dropping the puck. You're doing a drive by and drop the puck by center ice. They could they could get they could advertise this. They could get the two biggest idiots in the in the Midwest. Advertise <laughs> that and have you and I do a ceremonial puck drop on a Friday night, right? People would people yeah, on a Friday night. <laughs> people would go, Who the heck are those two bozos? Yeah, yeah who the who are these who let the morons in here? And, and why is that one guy carrying a bowl of ice cream? <laughs> 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 Uh, uh, all right so so we let's confirm missouri state's gonna sweep and neither one neither you nor me we've both been bumped by the president of the of the college for uh dropping the puck 
that is that is all factual right there. I, I, I you know what I bet I bet what's going to happen is they're going to call us to drop the puck the week after the week after next. Yeah, yeah. Hey, be here. Yeah. Don't, Se- don't be late. Season's over. Come on in, boys. Time for you. Yeah, yeah don't be late. <laughs> yeah, holy. Yeah, in all seriousness, they do a really good job with uh, promoting the community and getting some uh, good folks out there. They had, like, the mayor of Springfield. They had the police chief out there. Yeah. They, a couple I, of I baseball coaches. They even had a mascot. Yeah, I, I, I see them on social media. They, they do a pretty good job of getting guys in there to promote it. So. Yeah, they do. Yeah, kudos to them. They don't. They don't need to. They they don't need. Uh, they absolutely do not need us two jokers in there. So we're, no, please, absolutely. for the eleven for the eleven listeners, we're, we're, this is not us begging. We're just making fun of, <laughs> giving each other a hard time. <laughs> That's right. I, trust me, I wouldn't know where to drop it. I'd probably try to. I'd say, oh, it's a ding dong, and I'll try to eat it. <laughs> oh, look a biscuit. It's <laughs> a hostess ding dong. <laughs> Arizona State Andrew is going to go down to uh, Tucson to play games. Seven and eight of the season against Arizona. Um, I don't know the record. All I know is the Cactus Cup is once again owned by Arizona this season. This is ASU going into Arizona to play um, for the third weekend this season at the TCC. What do you think? Uh, yeah. I'm going to say a split. A split. Look at you. Rivalry weekend. Yep. Rivalry weekend. Yeah, I, I call a split here. All right, all right. Um, Grand Canyon is going to finish out their season up in a scenic Las Vegas, Nevada. They just took a 6-1 to beating last Friday, uh, last Thursday, and now they're going to the not-so-friendly confines of City National Arena, where UNLV has a distinct home court advantage, home ice advantage, if you will. Uh, what do you think is going to happen there? Grand Canyon at UNLV, number 21 at number 2. The, uh, you know, a lot on the line here. We saw what UNLV did to Arizona State on Saturday night. So I think this is all UNLV here. Yeah, that could be a long bus ride home from UNLV, couldn't it? Yeah. 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 Un- unfortunately. All right. And then we get um, on Friday and Saturday night, Oklahoma and Central Oklahoma play. Now, it's kind of weird because now they're playing out of the same building. But on Friday night, Oklahoma will be the home team. And on Saturday, UCO will be the home team. Uh, even though they're playing in the same exact place, um, I wonder how they'll work the benches. I, I That's wonder. what I was wondering. How do they? How yeah. do they do that? I, I, I should have paid attention to how they did it earlier in the season. Huh? I wonder if they rotate the benches. That, that's going to be wild. Anyways, Andrew, what do you think? Oklahoma, UCO, Friday, Saturday at the Arctic Edge Ice Arena. Uh, I think you know we're going to have the same situation as UNLV here. Lot on the line. Lots of lots of pressure, but I think Coach Rivera will have the guys ready, and I think they will handle their business all weekend. You know, they're going to be going up against some great goaltending. We were talking about Brendan Culbertson, Bond, and Gage uh, Redmond throwing shutouts the past three games, so that's, that's, that's a tough you know, task. Oh, 100%. You know, I was kind of scratching my head when I was looking at this earlier, and I was thinking, you know, on paper, UCO is going to go in and take care of business and and come out with the two W's, right? But if you're UCO, now all of a sudden, I think you got to be nervous because now here comes Oklahoma, three shutouts in a row, and they've got two of the hottest goaltenders in the league right now, you know? Um, yeah, yeah. Woo, it, yeah. It's a tough I, rivalry game. I, yeah. Goaltenders I with a lot of confidence. Yeah. 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 
UCO UCO with a, a lot of maybe overconfidence after twenty-one to nothing in a weekend. And what and what would OU love to do more than anything right now? Oh, stick it to UCO and uh, stick it to them. Yeah, and and allow UNLV to capture the uh, regular season championship. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. There's. There's a lot of little factors going into this OU UCO weekend here. Friday Friday night is definitely a trap game for uh, for UCO. That's for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, but you knowing all that, you're still calling for a UCO sweep. Yeah, I'll still call UCO sweep here, but man, there's a lot of underlying stuff going on here. All right, and then we have uh, the Rocky Mountain Showdown, uh, Colorado and Colorado State. The first game Friday night is going to be at Epic. The Edora Pool and Ice Center in scenic Fort Collins, America, my favorite place in all the world. And uh, Saturday is going to be down at the CU Boulder Rec Center. Andrew, what do you think? Colorado State, Colorado, the Rams against the Buffs, the Rocky Mountain Showdown. The great set of games coming up here, I believe, and I believe it will be a split. Really? Whoa, care to venture who's going to win where? Last time, CU won at CSU's place, and CSU won at CU's place. I was going to say, I, I was, I was going to call it and say visiting teams each night. So, all right, all right, because that's kind of been kind of a little bit of a trend there. If we go back and look at it, if I'm not mistaken, it has been, it has been, yeah. Yep. You would think that CSU is looking to redeem themselves after a tough weekend in uh, at Missouri State, and CU looking to redeem themselves after a uh, tough weekend in Edmond against UCO. So uh, two teams looking for dubs. Good, Great set of weekend games coming up here, I think. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, I'm going to miss it because I'll be in Nebraska. <laughs> so, all right. So, hey, let's recap that. Alabama is going to travel all the way to Missouri State just for two losses, says Andrew. Arizona State and uh, Arizona will split down in Tucson. Grand Canyon will get swept by UNLV in Las Vegas. OU and UCO will play at the same barn and probably switch benches between periods. Um, but UCO will end up sweeping the games, says Andrew. And finally, he says, Andrew says, that the Rocky Mountain Showdown will be a split with each with the visiting team winning each night. All right. Take Take it to the bank. Take it. To, take it to the bank. All righty, Andrew. Uh, what else do you have? Do you want to talk about anything else? This is the time of our terrible little podcast. We've blown blown through it pretty quick. We've been fairly efficient. Yeah. We are yeah, not only, as suboptimal as as normal. How about that? Firing on all cylinders. About fifty minutes into this thing, right? Yeah. Now. Come on. This 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 could be like a real podcast. Yeah. How about that? Maybe we're actually Maybe. growing up. I wouldn't go that far. All right. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. All right, yeah, Andrew. Yeah. I got to ask. All right. Lay it on me here. Today's Ash Wednesday. That means it's the beginning of the Lenten season. What, Andrew, have you given up for Lent? Um, this is probably going to blow you away. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to say that I have given up red meat. No way. <laughs> Really? Unless I go to, I go to Amarillo. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was gonna, I was gonna say, Andrew, I cannot believe. I usually, I fully expect you to say, I'm not giving up anything. hundred uh, percent, right? <laughs> okay. Gonna, gonna keep my foot on the gas and just keep pressing forward. Yeah, yeah. there we go. All right. Yeah, so, so yeah. there's a whole lot of nothing going on there. Yeah, yeah. Gonna keep my foot on the gas here. Yeah. All right. Well, I figured this was the prime time where you can make fun of me for. Uh, Fish Friday and uh, everything else. So, uh, so and so you would bring up the big you, Texan once again. Are you are you giving up that god awful 
iHeart cereal ice cream? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm going to lay off the high fructose corn syrup and um, uh, give up soda pop for, uh, for the week or for the, for the 40 days. Oh. See what that gets me. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I'd give up on the ice cream if it was me. You'd give up on that ice cream or just ice cream in general? Yeah, I know that ice cream specifically. What was it about the Fruity Pebbles ice cream that you did not like? Oh, just the everything about it. And then did it have marshmallows in it? No, Andrew. It had like Fruity Pebbles and crispy stuff in it. It was awesome. And the sweet cream base was incredible. Oh, I swear mine had like a marshmallow or something in it. Oh, are you sure you got the right ice cream? Did you go to Brahms and ask for this? Did they no, give no. you some like poor substitute chocolate no, no. jalapeno uh, nope. pistachio junk? Nope, nope, nope. I had Bluebell iHeart ice cream or yeah. cereal. Yeah, you did send me a picture. and Yeah, it then, was. Then you sent me another picture of a dog pooping and... Uh, <laughs> I did not appreciate that, but yeah, quick review, (laughs) quick review. (laughs) You're a jerk. (laughs) That's copyright Chris Perry. Thank you very much. Yeah. Holy Uh, smokes. How about that? All right. So you, but so you're not giving up anything. No, 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 no. All right. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. In the high fructose corn syrup, huh? So, uh, yeah, no, uh, no more Mountain Dews. Yeah, no, Pepsis, that kind of stuff. Yeah, I figure that's, you know, they use that kind of stuff to fatten up cows, and I'm fat enough as it is. So uh, I'm going to be passing enough feedlots on my drive from Oklahoma to Fremont, Nebraska. Um, I I, I don't need to see my fellow brethren out there in the, uh, you know, feedlots. I gave up up Dr. Pepper seven years ago. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? I still, I haven't had a Dr. Pepper in seven years. 23 flavors, you know. Yep, do you yep. miss all 23 or just uh, particular I do, ones? I do, I do not. I do not. Okay. So went cold turkey, gave it up one day, hadn't had, had a drop of Dr. Pepper since. Interesting. But I replaced it with a steady dose of sweet tea. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, speaking of, I'm, I'm dealing with a sweet tea right now, wild raspberry. Thank you very much. Oh, I like it. Yeah. I like it. From a local place here. Uh, oh, yeah. don't even say that. The what, HTO. There you go. Oh. Hit it on the way home. Oh. Had to get some podcast. Uh, you know, I was going through caffeine withdrawals. So uh, had to had to get something. And yeah, it's just sitting here. Uh, I'm looking my, at it and it's beckoning to me. It's saying, Chris, drink me. My, my wife and daughter brought home some kind of a coconut sweet tea from that place. Yeah. Oh. I've had it before. Oh. That's that's hot garbage. Oh man, is it ever? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's not is. good. Yeah, it is not good at all. So. all right, Andrew, the other day, no, I shouldn't say the other day. This was yesterday. You want to know how much of a dummy I am? <laughs> well, yes, me, yesterday. Let me take a crack at this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> Again, <laughs> Andrew. The other day, I was doing something, and I it, I needed. You know, I I'm, I'm getting old. I have to wear reading glasses. Yeah, and so I put my reading glasses on, and because I'm trying to fiddle with something that's fairly, you know, I was cutting something, and it needed to be cut in a particular, uh, um, <laughs> in a, you know, in a particular pattern. And so I was cutting it, and and I put my glasses on, and things were kind of funky. You know, it was it wasn't as sharp. It was kind of like doubled. It was weird. And so I'm like, what is going on? And I, I finally closed one eye, and you know, I was like, man, am I am I dizzy? Am I do I need to go sit down? Am I What's going on? I was getting worried for myself. Huh. You know, I, I accomplished my goal. I cut out this thing in this pattern that I needed. And, um, 
you know, it was nothing, it wasn't any great shakes, but I'm like, I put my, have my glasses on and, you know, I'm, I'm squinting, you know, I'm closing one eye, closing the other, and I can see perfect out of, you know, both of them. But when I have both of them open, it's kind of like I got double vision. I'm like, what in the world is going on? So I take my glasses off, I grab my shirt, and I go to rub my glasses to, you know, clean the lenses because I'm thinking, well, maybe it's kind of dirty, right? <laughs> I clean the clean the right lens, not a problem. I clean the left lens, Andrew? Not there. The left lens was not there. <laughs> can you believe it? I lost the lens in my reading glasses, and I have no clue where they are. No, I have. I, I mean, I walk around. I'm an old man, right? So I have spare reading glasses galore. They're all over the damn place. So that's not a problem. I have uh, my, my pair, my substitute backups are doing great right now. But holy smokes, what a dipstick I was. I was. That's second best only. I was hoping that you said you put them on top of your head and you walked around looking for them. You know, I've been looking at my office, in my car, at the house. I've been looking for the because the, the glasses I had, they kind of had a little yellow tint to them too for the computer, you know, so your eyes don't get tired staring at a computer all day like yeah, I do. The, the blue light, yeah. Yeah, kind of that kind of thing. And so I've been looking for this uh, this lens that has popped out somewhere that might be a little yellow tint somewhere and I uh, can't find the dang thing. So nah, I, I couldn't, I couldn't imagine. And your wife would probably agree. I couldn't imagine you losing something like that in your office. <laughs> well, who the heck knows? Who the heck knows? <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I'm telling you what, what a, what a dipstick. <laughs> I never felt so stupid in all my life. I'm like, <laughs> when my That's a good one. when my fingers went right through the frame and touched one another, I was like, "What the heck?" <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? Yeah. Uh, Andrew, um, I listen. I know that we like to talk about uh, fun, stupid things and uh, yep. TV shows. Um, have you seen anything exciting on uh, television or, or the movies lately? Did you go see Ant Man? Are you a Marvel freak? Are you one of those types? I am not. I am not. But you know what? I did start watching, and it just recently came out on Netflix, yeah. a reality show called Full Swing. Oh, geez. And it follows the uh, guys on the PGA Tour. Come on. It, oh, it is It is great. I love it. How is it great? How, how can you make golf any – how can you – I mean, golf is boring, and those guys are stuck-up well, boring snobs. So how in the world can they make oh, them no. likable? Oh no! Oh no! It's it's quality, and and you see those guys, and they're you know they're making millions and millions and millions of dollars, and you see them day to day messing with each other and pulling jokes on each other and stuff like that, and you're like, that's no different than the shenanigans on the bus with a bunch of college kids. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's very relatable if you if you've been behind the scenes and all that. It's all right, full very swing. Relatable. Full swing, yeah. and it's on Netflix. So that means all the episodes are out. You don't have to wait for them to peed out a uh, put out a uh, episode a week. I believe so. Yeah, I believe so. I just started watching it at lunch today. So yeah, <laughs> at lunch while you're working, I yeah. you're, you're like you're like me losing a lens at work. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'm a I'm a government worker now. Sorry, right? boss. I've been yeah. too busy watching these uh, golf millionaires pull pranks on one another. Yeah, well, I'm a city worker now, so, you know, i got to pace myself. All right, all right. All right, well, Andrew, I watched uh, something on Amazon Prime. It was very, very good. It was a mystery series called Three Pines, eight episodes each, or eight episodes in season one. And it was kind of nice because it had four mysteries, and they were kind of all uh, two episodes each. 
And uh, then there was one overarching uh, mystery that went across all eight episodes. So it was very nice, very digestible, very good. Alfred Molina, the guy who plays Dr. Octopus in the Spider-Man movies, he plays Inspector Armand Gamache. They, uh, and it's very you, good. Three Pines. It's it's good stuff. You might like it. Yeah, you know, you know. I like how they're doing this now, where like one season and four, five, six, eight episodes, whatever, yeah. has has one setting, one storyline, and then the next season is something totally different. You know, I kind of it's kind of catching on, and more you see more and more shows doing that, and I I kind of dig it. I like it. Yeah. Well, this I I went into this kind of blind, and um, it turned out to be. Uh, very, very good. And, and, and I will admit this, Andrew, okay? I'm a kid from Boston. Um, Montreal is kind of like, you know, the sworn. There, there are two sworn um, places you're, you'll never go as a, as a Boston fan. It's Montreal and New York, right? Yeah. So you know you're in enemy territory in either one of those two places. Uh, this series is based out of Montreal. It's, uh, you know, it's French Canadian and there's, you know, they, they speak a lot of English, but there's a little bit of French thrown in there too. And everything is subtitled very well. It's not like you're watching a, you know, a a foreign film or anything. It's, it's done very well, but, uh, it actually made me kind of think, well, Montreal is not so bad. It's not. And then I came to my senses and I slapped myself and I was like, wait a second, frigging Canadians. I mean, never again. Montreal is the home of Wanda's, so I mean. No, now wait a second. <laughs> now we might have to put the E on this podcast yeah. now, Andrew. Now that you're bringing up Wanda's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's all we're going to say about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tell us, tell us more, Andrew. Tell us, oh, tell us about yeah. this Wanda's and maybe yeah. the family that might have something to do with that Wanda's. <laughs> yeah. And... yeah, we'll we'll leave that one alone. Mm-hmm. The, uh, but. No, I, I like the uh, way they're doing these TV shows now, where each season is kind of like a season of itself. It wasn't right? bad, yeah, yeah, and yeah, and, it, and this focused on a, an issue that's I know that's huge right now in in Canada. It's the disappearance of Indigenous women. Yeah, and uh, so that, that was the overarching or the over uh, all arc of the eight episodes, and again with some mystery. Uh, you know, little mysteries tossed in for, you know, in two episodes here, two episodes there. So, yeah. No, now, no. The, the fun part, Andrew, is I'm sitting there with my wife saying, hey, you know what? There's all these people ending up dead in this little Canadian town. Why in the world would anybody want to go visit this little Canadian town? Because <laughs> they've had like, you know, 10 murders in, you know, a two week period. Yeah, you don't, you don't go too far north. <laughs> well, I'm just. That's that's the problem with some of these TV shows right now. There's a show that my life, uh, my life, that my wife likes to watch. It's called uh, uh, Oh God, what's it called? Lone Star Nine One One. Huh, I haven't seen that one yet. Oh, it's on Fox, and it's one of these terrible shows. It's you know the Nine One One operator, you know, call call in with uh, stuff, and they send out the police and whatever. I mean, in one episode, there's an earthquake, there's a fire, there's a plague of frogs that fall out of the air, and literally, this guy is looking up to the sky with his mouth wide open, and where does the frog go? Right down his gullet. Yeah. And now, you know, the guy can't breathe. Call, call 911. What's your emergency? And um, anyways, uh, you know, all of those... It makes me think, why in the world would anybody want to visit Austin, Texas, because of <laughs> yeah. all of the emergencies that happened there? They've had a tornado, a hurricane, an earthquake, fl- frogs flying out of the air, a biker gang gone wrong, 
and you know an arsonist that's setting fire to all the brick buildings in town why in the world would anybody want to go to austin why would you want to live there well it's like gray's anatomy in seattle right same thing yeah same same thing but yeah no i i i I dig the i dig the little mini series within a series right yeah i like it very good. All right. So Andrew's recommendation is full swing. Full swing. About uh, uh, privileged, uh, probably very white um, <laughs> golfers. Right. Yeah, multimillionaires pulling uh, pulling fart jokes on one another. And uh, Chris <laughs> is pulling up a, a little multicultural uh, Three Pines mystery series. So yeah, I don't know. Mine, mine's multicultural too. Yeah, women and men. That doesn't count as multicultural. They're, they're, yeah, yeah. they're both rich no. snots. Okay. I don't know. I don't know. Lots yeah. of lots of diversity out there on the tour right now. All right. Well, I, I mean, that's you know they're 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 following into that um, uh, they're following that drive to survive the success they've had off of that with the Formula One. So they're focusing yeah. on golf, and that that I've I've heard in all seriousness, I've heard that's a very good show, the full swing. That it, it's a it is good it behind is, the yeah. scenes view. So yeah, I watched the first one today. It was good. And that. That Drive to Survive was also a fantastic series to and watch. It's coming back. It made, uh, yeah, it made oh. me actually kind of enjoy to watch the F1 Formula One racing. It's coming back soon. Yeah, yeah. I, could, I could tell you all kinds of stuff about that. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Mm. All right, well, very good. Andrew, anything else uh, before we get out of here? I think that is about it. We have exhausted our temple of knowledge, huh? It didn't take long. <laughs> That's right. It was it was a thimble of knowledge, not a temple of knowledge. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, everybody, listen. Uh, we want. Uh, I just want to thank you for listening to this edition of the WCHL podcast. It's a truncated edition. It's going to be shorter, like twenty minutes shorter, Andrew, than normal. So that's pretty good. You you were very economical. That's right. I was economical with my words. Yes, I like that. The um, it takes you know three weeks in a row for you to get the practice in, so you're back. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks to everyone for listening to the WCHL podcast. Thanks for your support of the WCHL and of the ACHA Men's Division One. Um, get out to the rink this week. We've got uh, the two Oklahoma teams are playing, the Colorado teams are playing, the Arizona teams are playing. You uh, GCU is up at UNLV, and uh, up there in Spring Vegas, we've got the, uh, the 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 people from Alabama. I don't I don't want to call them anything. They're, I'm just glad they're showing up. Yeah. So uh, get out to the rink, enjoy it. This is the last weekend of the regular season. Think of me as I'll be trekking up uh, some backcountry road to go to uh, Backwater, Nebraska. And uh, freezing my tail off uh, with the B conference. That should be fun. We'll give away the Lindsay Cup on Sunday. And um, so I'm coming up there with lots of uh, lots of fun things. And uh, yeah, let's, Andrew, we're going to have to get together this time next week to uh, talk about the Nationals field because we'll know which 20 teams are going where. We have a we have a big slate next week, don't we? I think so. We might even have to make this a uh, bring in. It, it might be such a spectacular podcast. We might have to bring a third person into the in, into our little group here. It could it could be special. It could, well, an actual hockey guy. I think we're going to get Curtis Johnson from UCO to join us. Well, it'd be be about time I have some talent that I can talk with on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> someone someone who can hold up his end of the bargain yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they, so you don't have to carry the load so much yep no. <laughs> i love it i love it andrew you're such a jerk yeah, that's, right. <laughs> that's right that's awesome <laughs> 
All right. Well, everybody, stay safe, stay warm out there. And we again, we appreciate you uh, listening to our uh, terrible little uh, suboptimal podcast. Follow the Western CH, uh, Western Collegiate Hockey League on Twitter at Western CHL. I'm on Twitter at CJP and OKLA. Andrew is on Twitter at Stickford AM, S-T-I-C-K-F-O-R-D-A-M. The podcast is on Twitter at WCHLPOD. And Andrew, I have said more than enough. I'm going to hit a button. Are you ready, buddy? I'm ready. Let's get out of here. Okay. All right, everybody, have a great weekend. Get out there and support these guys in the final sets of games coming up. Have fun, and we will catch you on the flip side. <laughs>